live in concert. Hello everyone. Welcome to Ease. Welcome to Ease Talk. We're so glad that you're here to join us on Palm's Thanksgiving. <laughs> I thought I would give y'all that cute little name because today is not Thanksgiving, but next Thursday is Thanksgiving. And you'll miss seeing me and Mikey because we're giving you a Thanksgiving break. We know you guys will be enjoying your family, eating, and whatever else you guys do to celebrate Thanksgiving. But first and foremost, giving honor to God because we're thankful to him for all things. So I just want to throw that out there that this will be your last Thursday seeing us for November. I'm your sis, Demisha. And I'm your sis, Mikey, and welcome to Eve's Talk. So we have been dealing with trauma for the month of November. And we started out, I'm going to do like the church, you know, we want to recap the series in case we <laughs> lost somebody along the way. <laughs> and so if you weren't here the first Sunday when we started the series, we talked about trauma and we kind of went into what trauma was, but we more so stuck around childhood trauma. And the reason why, you asked me why, why is because... Why? Thank you. Why is because a lot of our <laughs> trauma comes from childhood situations you know and they manifest into our teenage and a young adult and older ages as we deal with these issues that we're dealing with daily you know just being mean and stuff it, it comes from trauma that's not been dealt with so that was the first day then if y'all still can't, didn't come back to church the next time we were supposed to have a licensed counselor and unfortunately she couldn't make it. So me and Mikey became you guys counselors. We talked to you about behavior, cognitive behavior therapy. We talked about different ways that um, it can be used, different forms of cognitive behavior therapy. We talked about meditation. We talked about meditations that um, you can use both spiritually and just for um for um mind what is it mindfulness so mm -hmm. mikey talked about a spiritual app that she used mikey did you leave it in the comments last time um i don't think i did i forgot but i put it this time i made sure i put it this time today she's gonna leave that app for you guys it's a great app for um spiritual meditating listening to the word of god so basically last week we just went through talking about changing our behavior patterns when we're dealing with trauma. That's the only way to get at this thing, y'all. That's the only way to get on a new beaten path. If we understand what is causing us to act this way and then we change and we um, retrain our patterns. So today, I know today y'all been waiting because today we said we was explaining the acronym of trauma. I bet y'all been saying, please tell me what, what, what these words are. <laughs> what is all this is going beside trauma? It's an acronym. My sis was real. She was she was strategic on y'all. She was real strategic. You know, she real smart and she studied. And what she did was she turned trauma into an acronym on how you heal from trauma. Is that right, Sister Mikey? Is that what happened? I think she froze yeah. you. Okay, so I'm a, all I'm gonna do. Can you hear me? Mm -hmm, I can hear you now. All I'm gonna do is jump right up into this acronym, and then I'm gonna let Mikey start off. And we just have these good little nuggets that we have that we want to share with you guys on Palm Thanksgiving and trauma. The T is for talk. 
A. No, R. I can't even spell trauma. The R in trauma is for review. The A is for all because we're all dealing with it, right? The U is for understand. M is for mourn, which is a process a lot of us skip. And the A is for acceptance. So... Round of applause as we take we take it over to Sister Mikey and she gets to get us started. I don't even know why she just just slid all this over to me in the first place. Like, like I, I can uh, take it back. I can take it back. I and look, um We're happy that we were able to share our trauma with you guys. Um, I think it's a very important topic. I think it was a necessary topic. Um, there are going to be people. Um, I found out, you know, during my own group uh, sessions that there were so many people that had years and years and years of trauma just piled up on top of each other. And so um, we wanted to break down the acronym of trauma today. And we just, we're not gonna be before you guys long. We want you guys to enjoy your holiday that's coming up. Um, so we're gonna go in, we're gonna talk about talk. And you know, the word talk. Real quick, I want to catch you. Since you said okay. I threw it at you, I'm gonna take review. Okay, okay. So I guess we're going to take turns breaking down the acronym. So I think she saw something that she wanted to see on that doggone review. But anyway, um, so today we're talking about the T. T in trauma means to talk. Um, and I just, you know, I'm, I'm always about words. Words means a lot of things. Your words will shape your world, right? So I'm all mm -hmm. about words, right? I'm always thinking of words and just educating myself on words to, so that I can be clear about understanding you. Like, why would you want to explain what talk is? Because, you know, people, some people just need to explain it. For me, I need to know everything. I, I like to know every detail because it helps me out. So I looked up the word talk and in the dictionary and it just basically means to speak in order to give info or express ideas or feelings. So talking is so important. Um, yes, it is. We've got to be able to get information, but we also have to be able to express information or express right. our emotions or our ideas. And when we talk about it, so the reason why I want to talk about talk is because a lot of times we never get an opportunity to, to tell our story to be transparent and tell what happened in our lives, to release ourselves from um, hiding behind the trauma or hiding behind the emotions of trauma. And so we never have an opportunity to express that. I think it's important that we express it, but not to the point where we live it every day. Yeah. That's a difference. You know what I'm saying? I'm not asking you to talk about it, to live it every day. No, mm -hmm. I'm talking... I'm talking about talk about it and express everything that you felt in those moments so that you can be rid of those emotions so that you can be rid of those feelings. And so that you don't have to continue to live in a hidden place because you never had an opportunity to deal with the trauma. And so we need to talk about it and we talk about it to um, get support. We talk about it to get to be heard. We talk about it to make sense of what happened to us. We talk about it because we realize that 
um, we're more than our trauma. So when we talk about it, we're not we're not to relive it. That's not what we're saying. We're right. talking about it to get it out in the open so that we'll have the perfect and uh, healthy opportunity to deal with it. Um, to I think early part of this week, um, uh, I was listening to a podcast or I was listening to something. I don't know if it was a podcast or, or just a segment or something. And um, everybody know I like Sarah Jakes, right? Like she's like one of my sisters in the ministry, but she just don't know me like that. Um, I love her. But I like her. Um, I like how her mind flows through circumstances and situations and how she come up with things. I also love her dad. He does the same thing. So she talked to, she had an uh, interview with someone. I think her name was Michelle. And if I'm not mistaken, I wrote it down, but I forgot, I forgot where I put it. But anyway, one of the things she talked about in her interview, it says that she lost her husband when, um, um, when they, so she got married or she went from her mama house to her, um, husband house so you know she she didn't have no in between and after she left her mom's house she was married for a while and then she ended up losing her husband so she was a young widow at a at a young age and um after dealing with the uh the grief and the trauma of losing her husband at such a young age and just the whole dynamics of just leaving her mother and father home to go in her own house home and then lose the, the, the love of her life. She made this statement because, you know, a question was asked, well, do you do you sometimes hate to talk about it? She was like, yeah, I do, because I only talked about it to heal. I didn't talk about it to remain in the pain. Mm, and so that's, that's, that's a word for somebody today that you don't want to become friends with your pain. I think that's All the right. word. Don't become friends with your trauma. Don't become friends with your with your pain, but move from a different perspective after you have dealt with it, after you have talked about it, after you've gotten all that you needed to get out of it with someone that can help you, which is, I would say, a licensed counselor or mm -hmm. um, someone like that, or and maybe somebody in your church that's really good, that are good people in the church that can you can sit down and they can help you filter through your emotions and, and, right. and all your trauma that you've gone through. But whoever that person is, talk about it. Release your pain, your hurts, and your emotion through your words. Amen. Make your pain have words. Amen. Group them up together. And when you do that, you can express them with talking. And so our next one is review. And before I go into review, when Mikey was talking about it, you're not talking about it to relive it, but you're talking about it to heal. And so when we were talking about retraining your thoughts, you have to understand that if I never talk about it, then I never find out what those patterns are that uh, this a effect or affect of what I went through. So when you're talking to a licensed counselor, they're able to identify those patterns. And that's the only way that you can retrain is when you learn what they are. So talking yeah. is important. And so for review, I'm going to go ahead and start it off with saying, what I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna start off with saying what's some synonyms for review to me. So we in this we in this about trauma, but review, of course, is the identification of trauma and to provide a proper response. There are three E's of trauma: the event, the experiences, and effects. Then you have four R's, four 
four R's in trauma. And those are the key assumptions in a trauma-informed approach. So you have realization, recognize, respond, and then resist re-traumatization. I'm going to back back over that to go into these synonyms. When you think of review, what is it that you think of? What comes to mind when we say review? I'm going to give you some synonyms. Reflection. Yeah. When you review, when you're looking back on the things that happened to you, it's a reflection. You sh- it's like looking in the water and, and then you seeing something that, that's looking back at you. That's you. Whatever you're doing, you should. it's going to look back at you. So reflect. And reflect on what happened to you to heal. And then another synonym is assessment. Yeah. It's taking an assessment of, man, you know, it, this really happened to me. I need to deal with it. I need to line it up. And deal with those issues that maybe have been broken down into little tiny issues. But I need to assess the situation. And another one is analyze. Another synonym, I'm saying analyze. And that's similar to us doing an assessment. Okay, I have all this stuff wrong with me. What what is it? Is it me? Is it is it you? See, that's why I don't talk to you no more. Because you're always doing this and that. See, that's why I don't need no man, because they always disconnect. Oh, this is just how I am, and I ain't changed it. See, analyze that thing. Analyze to figure out why I act the way I act, why I talk the way I talk, and where where did it begin. That's an analysis. Everybody should be doing some of these some of these um that I'm listing off. And it may all be one and the same. The next one is reconcile. When you're looking back in and re- reviewing Look at what can you reconcile. It's always something worth saving. And even if that saving is you, you're worth saving. You you were left as um as rubbish and garbage in the fire. Save yourself. Yeah. And the last one is take inventory. Take inventory. You know, they came through and tore that house up. They came through and tore up your car. They came, you know, trauma come in and it wrecked your life. But you can get down and you can take some inventory and say, you know what? I still got my mind. You can write it down again and you can say, I still got my spirit of joy. You can write it down and say, I still got my I still got my dignity intact. Yeah. Write it down and say, I still have my praise. So that's take inventory. Review. All of that files under review because there's so many things that trauma can take, but it's a laundry list of things that trauma can't take. Yeah, I like that. So when we talked about those three E's, event, experiences, and effects. So we know that the event is what happened. Yeah. The experience is what happened after the event. And everything that you're feeling as a result of the event or everything you're going through because of the event. So the event could have been the event. Experiences can be secondary events and continual events from that first event that has created an experience for you to where like now I didn't just get molested now I'm being molested I'm in the the midst of being molested you know every day it's an experience now for me and then you have effect that means what did this do to me what's the broken glass left behind 
Yeah. And then when we talk about the three three R's, we talk about realization. It's real. Coming into realization that it's real. That happened in your review. Recognizing what happened to you and recognizing who you are because of it. Did it change you? Respond. Respond accordingly. God is always looking at our responses. So in order to respond to what trauma did to you, you got to take it back to talk. You got yeah. to go talk it out first because how can I respond any different than how I've been responding than letting everybody know I'm damaged because I'm responding like, like a damaged person. Yeah. And then resist re-traumatization. That is so good. Oh, that's good. Because I'm going to tell you, sometimes we can be broken so badly that we're that dented can on the shelf. And everybody keep passing it by because they can see the dents. They, it, you look damaged. So you get yeah. passed by. So you allow yourself to become in, into situations in situations to where you don't think you deserve more. So you surround yourself with the wrong people. And there's people out there that can feed off of your vulnerabilities. They can feed off of your insecurities. They can feed off of what you don't see in yourself. So you can end up being raped as a kid and get in a situation where you done got re-traumatized because you don't put yourself in a situation behind the effect of your trauma to be re-traumatized. Because now, now this person may rape you. This person may decide to start pimping you. And now you're in an experience. So we don't relive the whole cycle all over again because we didn't talk about it and we didn't review it. Yeah. So that's yeah. what I have for a review. And then next will be all. Okay. Um, I wanted to say, too, that um, you have a responsibility and an accountability for yourself. You don't have it towards nobody else but yourself. You have a responsibility and accountability for yourself. I'm sorry. We live in a day and time. Well, you got to save yourself. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's going to save you like you can save yourself. So you got to save yourself from the trauma by not reliving it to a point where that's all you look at. That's all you dream. That's all you eat. That's all you breathe. And so we're talking about the acronyms and we're talking about we're on A and it, said, it stands all. And why did I put all their trauma review all? Why? Because we don't want any hidden things. We want you to receive your whole healing. We want you to uh, make sure that you appropriate your sign to the right places, to the right people, all, everything. We want everything. We want everything that we've gone through in that period of time to be revealed. Why? Because we want to be healed in all the places where trauma has destroyed us. Amen. We can't move forward completely. A lot of people thinking that God didn't do this and God, no, you didn't, you didn't, everything not, everything wasn't pulled up. You didn't talk about everything. You didn't, you yeah. wasn't real about yourself. You weren't real about your emotions. You weren't real about your healing. You weren't sincere about taking out the time. You are accountable for yourself. You're Amen. accountable for yourself. Nobody's nobody's gonna love you like you can love yourself. Love yourself enough to know that I have to get healed. Love yourself to know say I have to take accountability 
for my actions, my responses. Yes, I know something bad happened to me, but now I have a responsibility to make a choice what I'm going to do with what happened to me. Yeah. That's your responsibility. Yeah. Um, we talked about um, all meaning to approach everything. That means that for the first time, I'm going to come and I'm going to talk about this thing that happened, whether it was a divorce, whether uh, it was um, parents that was on drugs, whether it was a rape, whether it was um, death. I, 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 I'm going to approach this thing. Mm -hmm. I'm going to approach it. Why? Because it's necessary for my healing. It is Amen. absolutely necessary. And so we on you. Since I think the all and you want me you, to do you? Yeah, I think it all went together, so you can do you. Okay, you is understand. That means what are you perceiving? What are you understanding about what happened to you? One of the things that we have to understand when we're when we when we're when we're healing through trauma, we don't. Sometimes we don't understand what happened to us. We we probably won't never understand. But what we can't understand, Demisha talked about what we can do with some stuff we can't do but there's some things we can do so what can right. we do with our trauma we can forgive oh my goodness yeah yes we can forgive forgiveness is a tool that will help us heal amen i can forgive i can forgive what happened to me i can forgive the person that did what they did to me i can forgive um my drug addicted parents i can forgive the person that divorced me. I can forgive the person that left me. I can forgive the person that left me on the side of the street. I can forgive. Forgiveness is a great, a big part of your healing. I can forgive myself. I can forgive myself. Mm -hmm. I can forgive myself. Forgiveness is going to be a great part. Um, letting go. Letting go. Letting it go. Letting go of the trauma, letting go of the uh, bitterness, the resentment, the pausing that I fed myself over what happened to me. Letting it go. Forgiveness is a benefit for us. We cannot do it without forgiveness. Um, enhance your resilience. Enhance it. Like keep going. Don't stop for nothing. Keep going. Don't stop. And also understanding that I have the capacity to have the compassion I need to have for other people that went through trauma. I'm, I'm passionate about what I do because I've been through a lot and yeah. I want to see people win and I want to see people grow and I want to see them survive everything that they went through. And not only that, I don't think that anything happened by happenstance, but it's a divine arrangement. I believe that everything that I've ever experienced in my life is for a purpose. Amen. It's in the sense of my purpose. Yeah. I wouldn't know who I was if, if I hadn't gone through all the things that I went through, it, it, it actually helped me to figure out who I was. Amen. You know, pulled it I know out of you. Yeah, it pulled out who my true self was, how strong I really was, how resilient I really was, how I, I, I didn't think I was as strong as I was, you know, but I was. What I went through, what I went through proved to me, if you can go through this and if you can experience this and if you can make it out of this, girl, mm -hmm. Yeah, you're all right. You're yeah, all right. You're going to make it for the long run. Yeah. And so um, the one thing that I want to talk about with the uh, understanding is um, appreciation for life. I'm not just a survivor. And I don't want you to be just a survivor. 
I want you to be more than a conqueror. Why? Because Christ has, de has declared that we're more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. You're not just a survivor. You, you, you conquer that thing. Why? Because I dealt with the anger. I dealt with the resentment. I dealt with the depression. I dealt with the, um, the bitterness. I dealt with the unforgiveness. I dealt with the hurt, the pain, the disappointment. I yeah. dealt with it. And now that I've overcome it with hope, now I can appreciate my life. Amen. Your life is worth appreciating. It didn't take me out. I'm still here. And, and, I'm still and here it could be life. like maybe you took it for granted until you yeah. went through your situation. Yeah. So it's a it's so many different ways that you can look at your trauma. Um, God will give you the answer. He'll reveal those things to you. If you take him to him, he'll reveal everything you need to know about your life. Um, and so that's it for understanding. Did you talk? Did you do deepening connections? Uh, no, I didn't. I skipped that. Deepen connections to support, to to uh to be supportive of others. Um, through both my traumatic incident, I moved by showing care and concern for others. But that kind of went in with having great compassion with other people. Okay, okay. Um, still, I know how to help people because I've I've been through a lot. Yeah. Um, I've learned a lot. I didn't allow that thing to take me out, but I literally found a way to get out of that thing and also to have answers for the next person. Yeah, and that's what it's about, paying it forward. Giving answers to the next person through the trauma. And so understanding understanding that, hey, this thing didn't take me out, but I'm here for a purpose. Amen. I, I might not understand why it happened to me, but the things that I do understand, I'm going to hold on to. You might not understand it. We're not gonna ever understand everything, but what you do hold do what you hold on with what you do know. You hold yeah, on to yeah. what you do know. Don't mm -hmm. allow what you affect what you don't know to affect what you do know, right? I'm not gonna allow what I don't know to affect what I do know. What I do know is that I'm more than a conqueror. What I do know that he's no way. What I do know is that he's near to the broken heart and he's here to bind up our wounds. What I do know that he's my Jehovah Shalom. He's my Jehovah Jireh. He's my Jehovah Nisa. He's my Jehovah Tissanu. He's Elohim, El Shaddai. He's everything I need. He's a rock in the river lane. He's a bridge over trouble. What do I do know? What I do know about him that he'll heal my heart, that he'll set the captives free. What do I know about him? That everything I need him is tied up in him it's wrapped up in him there's nothing that i stand in need of as long as i stand in him that's Thank what i do Lord. know yeah it came to take me out but it did i'm still here i still got a purpose i still got a passion i still have a love for myself i want to make it i am going to make it what hmm. do i do know that's the, that's how you talk to your situation that's how you uh -huh. talk to your that's how you talk to your trauma. I know it hurt me, yeah, but it didn't take me out. I still got some love in me. Yeah, it tried yeah. to rob me of some things, but it couldn't take everything from me. What do I have left? I have hope left. I have Come a on. hope that's left Come in me. So those Come are the on. things that you use to fight against the things that you've gone through in your life, to fight against the, the negative thoughts, to fight okay. against the trauma. If you, That's how you fight for your life. I'm teaching you how to fight for your life because there's going to be time yeah. And try to set your life. You got to fight for your life. Amen. I understand it hurt you. Yeah, it hurt you deeply, but you got to fight for your life. You got to have your own meaning for you. You take your life back. You take your life from the person that took your innocence. You take it back. It don't belong to them. No. no. Take your life back. Amen. Amen. Geared up, push your shoulders back, 
Hold your chest up, out, and your chin up, and take your life back. You got it in you. That's the How reason you why you survive. How you want them to walk up in there? I want you to walk up in there like this. I want myself back. I want my joy back. I want my peace back. I want my mind of Christ back. I want I want everything that the enemy took from me. I want it back. I want my joy. Amen. The joy the joy of the Lord is my strength. I can walk up in there because I got my joy now. I know what to do. Why I'm strong now because I got my joy. So you can't get strong until you get your joy. That's why I'm telling you to fight for yourself. Because the Bible said the joy, the joy of the Lord is my strength. You want your strength, get your joy back. Take so, your joy back. How do you get your joy back? I get my joy from God. Hmm. The world can't give it and the world can't take it away. Come on now. I can't allow nobody to take no more years from me. You I can't, can't allow nobody no to take something from you they didn't give you. Stop giving yeah. people access to what they haven't given you. Yeah. You can't let this trauma take everything away from you. Don't no, let it take no more years. Take your years back. You still got more life in you. You just started. You just began your life. Take your life back. Don't let it take everything from you. It took too much. I remembered when I was, I don't know, I'm going to say this. I remember when I was going through my divorce, right? And I had to go back for the judge. And, mm -hmm. and you know, I'm not for the fight for nothing else no more. You know what I'm saying? Because the, the marriage was over. It was dissolved. I had moved on. And she was mm -hmm. like, well, what you want me to do, Miss uh, Miss Lawrence, at the time? And I was like, look at her. Like, I didn't y'all already gave too much. Mm -hmm. I'm not willing to give another second of my time all my yeah. life to this situation that I already know it's not going to work. So you yeah. do what you feel is best in this situation. But what I'm going to do when I walk out this courtroom is that I'm going to take my life back. Oh, that's, that's good. That's how you have to be. You got to be in that type of mindset when it comes to your peace, your joy, the things that belong to you, your life, your abundance life. I, I took it back at that moment. You can take whatever you want. You can get whatever you want from me. But what I am going to take back out of this courtroom is my life. Amen. And I believe that judge felt that from the from the pits of her. I believe she felt something. It was the way I said it when I said it. Yeah. That I wasn't going to give nothing else to this situation. And that's a word for somebody. Don't you give nothing else for, to this situation that never brought you no good, no way. Don't mm. you give nothing else mm. to that. Leave that thing where it is and you walk away with your life. Mm. You can have the moments because that's all it really took from you. It only took a moment. That trauma took a moment. It didn't take your whole life. It just took that moment. And you have an accountability and a responsibility to go back and take your life back. So trauma, I give you the moment, but I'm going to take my life. And that's true. You have to you have to take your life back. But um and then I'm gonna reach out to I'm gonna reach out to some people though. I'm gonna reach okay. out to some broken hearted and down trap. Is it tried it trap? I don't know. I'm not gonna talk about the church right now. I'm gonna reach out to some depressed people right now. It's the holidays, and I'm gonna say, you may not have the ability right now you feel to take your life back. You may right now want to take your life. You may feel that your traumatic situations have taken everything from you. You can't even remember what hope felt like. You can't remember what joy felt like. And you're in a place to where you don't know how to fight anymore. So it's all good and dandy that we're saying, take your life back. 
it's all good and dandy that we're saying that the Lord is your shepherd, that he'll come in and he'll swoop in and he your, he's your protector. He's the prince of peace. But if you're in a valley somewhere and you can't see God, he's there. And if you can't mumble a word, he's there. But I suggest to some of you that may be going through some deep, deep, dark depression that has dealt with trauma for a long time. And you need to be pulled out and you can't, you can't, you can't quite reach that lifeline. I urge you to call and get some support. I urge you to call a counselor. I urge you to call a suicide line. Because the last thing I want you to do is give up. I can know, I know what it feels like to be in a dark place. And it's so dark that giving up and choosing death sometimes is the only hope you can see. So I want to be compassionate to somebody out there that can't really pray their way out right now. Because it's, 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 it's dark. And um, that was for somebody I felt because we got some people that's really depressed during the holidays. And it's a lot of times we see them signs and we ignore those signs. And then when we read on Facebook that somebody done committed suicide, the first thing we want to say is, I didn't know. No, we knew. We just we just weren't accountable enough to reach out. Or we say, they selfish. How could they do that? No, you're selfish for getting in some business you don't know nothing about. Because the ultimate cry for help is when you take your life. That means I done cried in silence so long that the only way I know how to relieve this pain is to take my life. I'd rather have joy in heaven and leave this side right now. Because, see, don't get it twisted. I know the church done told y'all when y'all commit suicide, y'all go to hell. And that's that's not true. So I just want to talk to somebody right now. They may need to be calling a suicide line. This trauma, us breaking these acronyms down, is everything. But if you at that point, hey, I need you to grab that lifeline. I need you to call that number. So we're going to go into mourning. The next, the next acronym was mourning. And so mourn. Mourning is the process by which we heal from grief. I've heard people say, What's the point of grieving if you can't change what happened or you can't bring your loved one back from the dead? But that, of course, but that, of course, is true. We can't bring them back from the dead, but it allows the survivor to return back to the land of the living and resume their lives. There is emptiness that rem always remains and, there, and the pain of loss can never be completely healed. So when we're talking about mourning, I want to talk about mourning, and we don't always have to be mourning a loved one. We could be mourning a situation, a stage, a phase in our life. So understand that you're, you own your mourning process. No one else owns it. So you get to choose your healthy mourning process. I had people tell me, like, when their mom died and see, in my job, a lot of people are not here with their family because they've been moved around and stationed in so many different places. So they're not as close with their mom, and I guess it really shouldn't matter. But I had people to almost, like, tell me that, you know, I get over in a certain amount of time. No, that's your process, and you own that. 
But see, I own my process to know that I talk to my mama like a million times a day and went over her house almost every day. So tell me who house do I go to now? Tell me who do I call all these times? So morning gets to be yours. And then you take the time that you need. Don't let anyone dictate to you, you know, with breakups. Because sometimes when we break up with somebody, it's a morning process. You know, you have been with this dude so long. It feel like when he left you, he died. So that's morning. And so someone say, well, I heard on, on, a, on a movie that it's one month for every, one day for every month y'all was together. Some crap like that. Man, can't nobody put time on your morning process. So you take time and you mourn how you need to mourn. Because if you skip the morning step, it's going to come back to you. So you're going to either choose to mourn a healthy way. And pick your process and go through the process or morning is going to come back and it's going to hit you in your face. And I say that to say because when my mom died, I feel like I skipped uh, morning. I think I tried to skip over it. I tried to like take care of everybody and just get real, real busy. And then so like I was real hurt. My, my spirit mourned. But my subconscious mourn, but I don't think I was mourning. Like I could to go to sleep, I would have to I would catch myself rocking and moaning like I was in pain to to go to sleep. That was my spirit mourning, but I could I wasn't catching it. Then my spirit needed it tending to. So then, you know, I'm keeping myself busy and like for the first year she gone, I'm just busy, busy, busy and lost. I have, I don't have no idea of time, days. I don't, half the time I'm getting up, I don't even know what day it is. I'm just going through motions. But about that second or third year, it hit me and it hit me like a dump truck. It hit me to where I realized, oh, okay, this wasn't an act in the scene. This wasn't a TV show. Oh, she gone and she gone forever. She's she's never coming back. And so then I had to I had to mourn on it wasn't on my terms anymore. It hit me to where it wasn't my terms. Now now I'm going through a whole full just losing my mind. When I could have knew like Mikey, I need to go talk to somebody, stick it out with somebody, go through the process with somebody, understand my feelings, understand what this gap means. Because whenever we mourn, I mean, there's a gap left behind. Of course, God is going to fill that gap in the spiritual, but in the physical, there is a gap that needs to be filled. So that's what counseling usually does is, is teach you how to fill that gap. So that's why I say you either take your time now to mourn the appropriate way or then you're going to be left to be mourning on your without, you know, it's not your terms anymore. Mourning just going to kind of come in, it's going to hit you, and it's going to come with the devil because you left that door open. So that's what I have to say about mourning in addition to what I had already said. I believe that that's a very important uh, step acronym. Yeah, yeah. mourn, yeah. We, a lot of times we don't mourn healthy and we don't uh, mourn appropriate, but it's, it's a part of the process. And we have yeah. to, life is part of a process that we have to endure um, during this lifetime. And so we have to be able to mourn in a healthy way so that we can come out on the other end healthy. Um, the last one is acceptance. Um, um, I left this for the end um, because 
acceptance can be a little tricky. Um, but I wanted to close it out with acceptance is is basically connected to something that I had to learn. Um, God's sovereignty. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, trauma, um, putting it all in perspective, I had to get to a point of my life where I had to literally, um, basically put it in these words that everything that I've gone through and everything that I've experienced as it connect to the sovereignty of God is my ultimate acceptance. Amen. And so I wanted to share that with you guys um, because it's, it's important that you understand the sovereignty of God. And so the way I can describe what sovereignty in any situation that you're dealing with is trauma, hurtful. Um, basically, we can try to do the what ifs, what if that, what if this person would have did it this way, what if, what right. ifs, ifs. Basically, it really boils down to that, hey, I'm in a certain place in my, in, in, in my mind and in my heart. Mm -hmm. I have accepted that this has been allowed and it was the sovereignty of God that has allowed these things to happen, period. Because mm -hmm. if it if it wasn't, then it would have never happened. Right. It would never happen. That was a really difficult point to, for me to close out and, and to accept that was very, very difficult. And, and the only way that I can explain that is the way that God gave it to me. So mm -hmm. I put all the things on the table. I put mm -hmm. all the trauma on the table. I put all the what if in on the table. Right, right. In order for me to accept, accept to accept God's sovereignty, what I had to do was take everything off that table. Yeah. And say, this is what God has allowed. Period. Period. It Amen. is my ultimate Amen. acceptance. Period. Amen. Period. That's I had to take everything. Every time trauma started bringing thoughts up in my mind, I had to remind, remind myself the sovereignty of God. Because if I if I if I pick up the sovereignty of God, mm -hmm. and put down my trauma, then I don't have to worry about all the things that go with my trauma. Right. right. I just accepted that. Okay, God, you allowed this, and there's yeah. nothing that I can do to change it. I don't understand everything that happened in it. But what I do trust, I trust your sovereignty. I trust that you know what you're doing in my life, period. You know how you're going to bring me out. You know how you're going to pull me through. You know, God, I trust your sovereignty. You're sovereign, God. You're sovereign in every situation. I have taken she said she remembered that you preached uh, at a church one time on uh, accepting God's uh, accepting what, what God has mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I did preach that. I think that's one of Johnny B's uh, favorite uh, sermons that I preached about, accept what God allowed. Yeah, and you know what, friend? I've had to accept a lot of things. I'm not going to sit up here and tell you that, you know, the place that I come from is because I grew from those places. I didn't just Man. go through them places. I grew from those places. I don't, I don't, when I talk about um, depression, I don't talk about a place that I ain't been. Right. When I talk about, I, I talk, some people say I almost lost my mind. I'm telling you, I have lost my mind. I'm talking, I'm talking from a place where I've been. 
So when you see me get excited about what God has done and what he's capable of doing, I'm talking from a place of deliverance. I'm talking from a place of healing. I'm talking about a place that I know 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 that he can do. I'm not telling you this because it ain't something that can happen. I'm telling you that all things are possible to them that believe. I'm telling you, I know that you're going through depression. I know that you can't even lift your hand. I know that you're moaning in your situation right now, but I serve a God that even knows what your moan means. There's never been a time when you'll share a tear out of your eye that he won't keep it in the palms of his hands Ooh, and he know exactly true. what your tears mean. I'm telling you that I've experienced these things. I experienced God taking me out of a closet where I wasn't even in my right mind to bring me into a place where not only did he give me a right mind, but he gave me a new mind because now Hallelujah. I got the mind of Christ today. I'm telling you what I know. Only reason why I want to talk about trauma because I've been through a lot. I had to come through a lot. I grew through a lot. And I can say this because I know there's evidence. You see the fruit of what God is doing in my life right now is evidence of who he is, what he's capable of. I don't care what this word says. I don't care how many times you've been hurt. God is more than capable of doing doing the impossible in your life. He exceeds our expectations every time he walk in our life. Every time you think that you're down for the crown, God will exceed his our expectation. God, I knew you were going to come through for me, but I didn't know you were going to come through for me like this. Hmm. I'm telling you what I know. Yeah, and so yeah. I talk from these places. I'm not talking just to be talking. I'm talking from a place where I was inside myself and could nobody deliver me. Where I walked inside of a church and a church didn't know what to do with a woman that was outside of her. I'm telling you what I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. The word so of God is a deliverer. He said, I come in according to Luke. I come to set the captives free. Can't nobody set you free but Jesus Christ. That's what I preach. I don't care how far. There's no place your mind can travel that the grace of God cannot pull you through. I don't care what the devil says. I don't care how you're not too far gone in your mind. I declare that in the name of Jesus. I prophesied over somebody's mindset right now in the name of Jesus. You're not too far gone that the grace of God, the mercy of God, the love of God, the peace of God, the medical station of his power cannot pull you through in jesus name you shall live and not die amen you'll live to see the promises of god you should say what you ask for and sometimes you can't say it with your mind but in your mind and in your heart you can it's been many times that i couldn't say it with my words but god would answer my heart and he would answer my mind yes i didn't suicide in the name of jesus I denounce it. I'll be real. I nullified it in the name of Jesus. None of everybody that will ever hear these podcasts that will er- ever hear about this trauma in the name of Jesus. I declare that you will sh- shall live and not die. Glory That's to what I declare. He said, if you declare a thing, it shall be established. I don't care what kind of season we in. I don't care what's going on amongst the earth. As it is in heaven, shall that it be on earth. Yeah. That's what I that's what I prophesied over your life. And I don't speak something that I don't believe. It's not my power, but it's the spirit of the Lord that I operate in and the authority of Jesus Christ. That's what I speak. Satan, we rebuke you today. We rebuke every everything that you ever said about someone in their mind. We rebuke you yes, today. Yes, we yes. Get we rebuke you, Satan. The resurrection power of Jesus Christ. Jesus of Nazareth, rise and walk and live. That's what we speak today. Yeah, yeah. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come to me, because I know what He can do. Yeah, 
living testimony. In the name of Jesus. In I'm the a living name testimony of, of what he can do. Yes, God, I am a living testimony. It haven't been easy. It's been downright hard and difficult. I didn't know how I was going to get through. I didn't know how I was going to come out of it. I didn't even know how my kids was. But let me tell you something. Let me tell you, he brought us up on the other side. And we don't yeah. look nothing like what we've been through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't even know I'm sick because I don't look like what I'm be I've been through. Come on. If I don't tell you the sermon, you'll never know. That's the but I know what right God there. is able to do. I know that he's able. I trust him. Not only do I trust him with me, but I trust him with you. Whoever you are today, I trust God with you. I know that he's, he can do everything except fail. I know he can. Oh, that's good. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Deal with these situations no more because you're going to do the work that's necessary for your own life. It's not no get quick, uh, get rich quick scheme. No. Yeah, yeah. You got to labor in this thing. You got to forsake your ways for his ways. You got to put down your words for his words. Amen. Amen. That's true. I believe it on tonight. That's so true. We're going to accept God's sovereignty. We're going to accept what God has allowed in our life. And say it was okay. his ultimate will that we have experienced these things. It wasn't good, but it's going to work for our good. Come on, That's man. what God is saying to us today. It wasn't good, but it's going to work. He says, for we know this ain't your first time. This ain't your first time God making a way out of no way. This is not your first time that God healed your body. This is not your first time that he delivered you. He says, for we know that all things work together for our good. Yeah. For we know. Don't nobody have to tell us. Don't nobody have to persuade us. We know. For we know. That's yeah. what the church yeah. is saying. We know. Yes. And that's what we declare today. Amen. That's what yes. we declare today. Yes. Because acceptance is accepting the part of your life. The trauma was a part of the process. Though trauma is painful, it's your story. It's your life story. Everybody have a life story. And each each day, each month, each year, we're just turning and writing new pages. You can write a new page. Amen. Amen. Don't you take no temporary. Don't you take no permanent solution for a temporary problem. Don't yeah. you do that. Don't you dare do that. It's we temporary. Wanna challenge. We want to challenge somebody out there that's listening. Turn that page and start writing. Yeah. It's your story. And so y'all already know that your girl got some scriptures. Um, the first scripture that we're going to do, we're not going to hold y'all too much longer, is Deuteronomy 29. It's one of my favorite scriptures. I learned this scripture by reading a book, right? You know, so I was reading this book about this lady. I think her name was Thelma. I forgot her last name, but she's an author. And she wrote this book and she wrote this book about her life. And what mm -hmm. I love about this scripture is because she had answers for God. She had, she wanted to ask God's questions. Like, why did this happen to me? And a lot of mm -hmm. us today are asking that same question, God, why did you allow this to happen to me? And this scripture was, is the scripture that God gave her. And I had kept this for many years, the same scripture in Deuteronomy 29 and 29. Um, she was um, a child of a uh, very disabled parent. And um, the, the girl mom put her out, but she described in her book that her mama hands were like chicken feet. So their hands was I don't know if y'all can see my hands. Her hands was like stuck together. And I don't know if her mom was raped. I don't remember that part of the story or 
she just ended up, you know, somebody probably just took advantage of her or something like that. Anyway, her mom ended up being pregnant with her. And because of her, her, her grandmother's resentment of her being born, her grandmother mistreated her. Mm. It would put her in dark closets and wouldn't let her eat. And then when her grandfather would come home, she would fix her up and, and, and clean her oh, up. And oh. act like nothing ever happened. And she, when she got in a place in her life, she went to this, this Deuteronomy 29, 29, the scripture and this scripture, like, like just, it, it just filled my heart. And the scripture says the secret things belong to the Lord, our God, but the revealed things belong to us and to our children forever, that we might follow the words of this law. And what I wanted to say about this scripture is that the, the God don't reveal everything to us. He can't, even if he did, we wouldn't understand it. Right. God, we will never understand his impotent wisdom. We will not understand his impotent being. We just don't understand everything about our creator. And it's not meant for us. And so the things that we can, we don't have answers for, we have to come to a resolve and accept those things that we might not never get the answer to. But it's not a, it's not for us to stay stagnant, but it's for us to move forward. Forgetting those things which are behind us and pressing forward. That's what Paul said, pressing forward to the things, the high calling in Christ Jesus. I know these things mess you up really bad, but there's a high calling. There's a purpose head of, of, uh, headed in before you. And if you could just start reaching what's ahead of you, you can Amen. forget about those things that are behind you. And so what God revealed to us is the things that he wants us to display. I don't have all the answers to what happened to me in my life. I don't yeah. know why those things happen, but what I did learn and what he revealed to me, even now to this day on Eve talk, I'm revealing those things. Yeah. I'm revealing it for generations and generations to come. I'm revealing yeah. it to people that I love and people that I care about the people of God. I'm revealing those things, everything that God taught me, how he showed me how to fight, how he allowed his word to become live in my life. It wasn't mm -hmm. just some word. It became a uh, acting uh, a mechanism in my life. Mm -hmm. It began mm -hmm. to work its work its way in my life. Those secret things they belong to God. Give it to Him. Thank you can't tell Him no way. If He was to reveal every detail of what happened to you, you still wouldn't understand. Can, can to God, belong to Him. Yeah. Hold on, to belong to you. Get those things to God. And that's Deuteronomy 29 and Domitian going to read limit, limitations, lamentations, lamentations three, uh, chapter three, verses 21 through 23. I'm reading it from the message translation. So I might be reading more scriptures than uh, I suppose to, but y'all just bear with me. So um, I'll never forget the trouble, the utter lostness, the taste of ashes, the poison I swallowed. I remember it all. Oh, how well I remember the feeling of hitting the bottom. But there was one thing I remember. And mm -hmm. remembering, I keep a grip on hope. God's loyal love couldn't run, couldn't have run out. His merciful love couldn't have dried up. They created new every morning, every morning. How great your faithfulness. I'm sticking with God. I'll say it over and over again. He's all I have got left. He yeah. said, he, I taste the poison. Yeah, yeah. I swallowed so, it. Yeah. I taste the ashes. 
the utter lostness. I remember it all, but I also remember the keep, the grip of hope. The grip of hope. We say, how do you live in this world and not know Jesus because there's no hope? To know Jesus in a world like this is to have hope. And there's a grip that we must have on hope. The type of grip that'll make us say, as he said further down, that I'm sticking to what I'm sticking to God, and I'm gonna say it over and over again. It's like you holding on to something. You going and you holding on with everything you have. I'm sticking to him with everything I got. I'm holding on, and I'm gonna say it over and over again. No matter how I'm tested, no matter who asks me, who are you holding on to? I'm holding on to the grip, to the hope of the Lord. I will not let go. He's all I have left. If I've if I've tasted some ashes, that means I was alone. If I swallowed some poison, that means somebody turned on me. If all these things have happened to me and I'm in my valley and I'm in my darkness, he said, I am all yeah. that God is all that I have left. How can I not hold on to him tight? How can I not be like um Elijah? And say, I won't let go until you bless me. How can I not hold on to somebody that can bless me, that has the power to bless me? See, How do I let go? That was great compassion. Yeah. His great, his, his great compassion that I am not consumed. Yeah. I'm not consumed. I'm not consumed. Um, Our last scripture, we used it last time. It's still on my heart. That Psalms 46 and 10, be still and know that I'm God. And I wanted to explain that that being still is not a physical move. Mm -hmm. I'm not moving anywhere. It's not about that, but it's about everything that has been set up to come against me. The things that the enemy used to come against me. The people that that that, that hurted me. Um, of course, we know that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, wickedness, and rulers in the high places. The things that the enemy has set up against me, I can be still. Why? Because I know God is fighting for me. God Amen. will fight for Amen. me. He's a good shepherd. He's a good shepherd. He's a good, good father. I can be still because I know he's fighting for me. I don't have to allow these things in my mind to consume me. Why? Because he's fighting for me. I don't have to be afraid that it's going to happen again. Why? Because he's fighting for me. I know that. Be still and know that he's God. That's Amen. all about your you got to put your faith over your trauma. You got to put your faith over your fears. You got Amen. to put your faith over your circumstances. Be still, meaning that I have a conscious mind, meaning yeah. that I have the mind of Christ. I have a, a, a sound mind. I'm mm-hmm. not I'm not I'm not drunken over what happened to me. I'm not drinking that poison anymore, but I have a sound mind. I'm still in my mind. I'm not allowing things to rush and, and move all in my mind. I'm not double minded anymore. But I'm being still. Why? Because I have a hope in Jesus Christ that he's going to bring me out, that he's going to do what he do when he when he come in our life. And that's being God. That's being Lord. That's defeating everything that was coming against me. Be still and know that he's God. Be still and know that he's God. I want to give you all an analogy for um, for the be still and know that he's God and what God does when we're still. Still is not in a physical form. So right now, what we're about to do is we, we, we're, we're lost and we're in a wilderness and it's dark. 
we by ourselves. It's wilderness, trees everywhere. We can't see. We can't even see in front of us. So I'm walking. So physically, it don't it don't mean be still. But if I be still mentally, if I if I turn off the chatter, if I stop it, yeah, I can hear from God. So it's dark. I'm in the middle of the wilderness. There's trees everywhere, and I don't know where to go. I'm lost. I'm a lost soul. But he came back for me. And so when he came back for me, if I'm still enough, if I don't panic, if I don't lose my mind and I just stay still, he's going to say, Demisha, take two steps forward. Demisha, make a left. Demisha, turn right. Keep walking. Keep walking. That's how God is going to lead me out of being lost. Yeah. I was yeah. once lost and now I'm found. Yeah. Who found yeah. me? Jesus. He, he came. He came. He came to yeah. find me. Yeah. Because he said he wouldn't leave me behind. So I just wanted to give you that visualization of, of what be still means. Because it don't mean just sit there and do nothing and just be just still physically. It means we have to be mentally still to understand and hear what he's trying to say. It's directions that's being given every day. Yeah. We don't wake up with a mind to say, God, can you do this for me? But we wake up with a mindset to say, Lord, what can I do for you today? Yeah. Who can I help today? How yeah. can I use your word to bless somebody? How can my, the way I walk out, the way I love, the way I do this, how can we bless somebody through what you have already done for us? That's yeah. all I have. I've been before the church too long. I know. Yeah, I know I get excited about the word of God because I believe that the word of God is action. I believe that it'll move on our life. I believe that um, whatever God says in his word, he He is he, he will make it come to pass. Like it's not just something that I'm saying. It's something that I absolutely believe with my whole being. I believe that God is capable of doing all things. Uh, the, it's a song that don't give up God. Don't give up on God because he won't give up on you. He's able. Um, that sound right there. You can't play that sound right there in a room full of people and not nothing um, and, and, and stuff not happen. He's mm -hmm. able to do just what he said he would do. He's going to fulfill all the promise to you. Don't you give up on God because he won't give up on you. He's able. He's able. And I just want to leave you guys with that. We thank you guys for just being patient with us and just traveling with us as we are going on this journey of ETAL, as we go through different phases and different uh, uh, topics. This topic was very, uh, it's our very passion. We believe that a lot of people deal with trauma. They deal with depression. They deal with suicidal thoughts. Um, but we wanted to give y'all some information. Um, not just, um, uh, we want to give y'all information for revelation. We want you to come into the knowledge. All right, All right. Um, and so we we're happy that you guys joined us. We got some more things coming up at the end of year. Oh, next month, we're going to talk about finance. So December, because we, we want to talk about finance because we're going in January. We want you to be prepared for the new year. We want yeah. you to be prepared for the new year, right? So, and so we so can year Yes, and we're going to have my friend, my best friend, um, over, uh, I calculated like 29 years, but. Um, that's a long time. Y'all giving y'all age. Yeah, but that's okay. But um, <laughs> we've been friends for 29 years.
years, she is the person that I trust to say, uh, I lean to for understanding and rebuilding um, yourself. So we're going to talk about finance. We're going to talk about our credit. We're going to talk about those things <coughs> back on track. Um, yeah, so we're going to talk about getting your life back on track. Yeah, we're going to talk about getting your life back on track um through your finance and then we're going to talk about the grace to start over through your finance um and i think um we have another one i didn't write down but yeah we're going to talk about finances in december we only have so many it's months in december curse. so we're all workers yeah um and so what you saying what do workers got to do with your finance you'll find out in the scriptures Damn, I'm broke all the time. <laughs> so yeah I'm broke all the time. The Bible said wealth and riches is in your house. Right? Mm. Right? So um, that's that's about learning the word of God. So you can quote over God what he's already said about you just being in agreement with him. That's why we say amen. Because we want to be in agreement to what God has already said about our life. And so we're going to talk about our finance. We're going to go into January with a, a new perspective. We're going to go into January. We're doing new things. Uh, we have some more guests that's going to come up in, new, uh, in January. We're excited about it. Thank you guys for all your love and support during Eve Talk. I don't have anything else. Thank you all for, uh, for watching, for supporting. We didn't have a lot of people on today, but we thank God for the people that we did have on. Uh, I, you know, I'm this type of person. I don't care if it's one person. I rejoice over that one person. I rejoice Amen. Something. Amen. if that one person stayed on, uh, something was said to encourage them. And so I'm excited about that. Um, of course, we had more than one person, but I'm just saying. Um, but I'm excited about that. I'm excited about um, God's word. Um, if I don't touch it. If we don't touch for one person, if we don't help a one person, we're grateful. We're grateful. Yeah, we thank God for giving us to, to do these things. And if I get a little excited about the word of God, if I get a little aggressive with the word of God, just know that's just who I am. Uh, I can't stop, won't stop. That's just who I am. That's what I do. That's what I believe. That's Amen. the whole purpose of this talk. Um, so we love you guys tonight. Um, yeah. Anything else? No, I have anything. Okay. Oh, I was going to give a plug out real quick, y'all. Um, As you watch our podcast, I would like that if you have not subscribed to DemishaLevette.com, that's D-E-M-E-S-H-I-A-L-A-V-E-T-T-E, -T -T -E, all one word, dot com, DemishaLevette.com. I release blogs and just other information I do, that, that's released from my website, I like for you guys to subscribe a blog was released yesterday and I had a guest I had a guest writer um and it was a very great article on self-care during this time of the pandemic. So if you guys will go out and read that blog and share it, that's all I have. I had um a suicide line um number. I think you posted it in your notes that um in the yeah. comments last week. I was I had wrote it down so that I could so that I can give it out, but I will put it on the the live. If you if you having some times that you can't um you, you you can't get through this this season in your life, please reach out to someone. If you're on Facebook, um I'm gonna be very um adamant about even if you have to reach out to one of us. Reach right, out right please do um, the number to the suicide line is eight hundred two seven three eight two five five 
If you cannot reach anyone, um, usually just call this number. It's all confidential. Um, they are great people. They're 24 hours. They are great people. How do I know? Don't ask me how I know. I told you, I don't tell you nothing that I don't know. So yeah. uh, that I hadn't had to experience, that I hadn't had to use. Um, so 800-273-8255. Now, I haven't used this for myself, but I've had to use this to get information, to talk people off the ledge that only wanted to talk to me. So this is a good number to get a lot of great information. So I have a lot of experience and a lot of different things. Um, no, I, I didn't have the thoughts of suicide. I never had, but I have lost my mind. I didn't even get the point to even think about death. I lost my mind. but. Uh, this number is very vital. Um, it's 800-273-8255. Um, also, this is epilepsy awareness. Uh, I have a family member that deals with that. I know a couple more people that deal with epilepsy. Um, my, so my nephew was just diagnosed with epilepsy. So just want to keep those people um, doing this month, celebrating them being able to triumph through um, a situation that, you know, that they can't control so i'm just i'm celebrating and, and proud of my nephew as he um kind of went through these last few months so just want to um give them a shout out give all those that that's uh being di been diagnosed with epilepsy and has to and have to deal with that daily and thank you all once again and we're gonna close um i pray father god we thank you we bless you on tonight we thank you for the opportunity, Lord God, to speak to your people. We pray, Lord, that something was said and heard to encourage them in you, Father. We know, Lord God, there's no power in us, Lord God, but there has been given authority through you, Lord God, to speak those things that are not yes, as though they are, yes, to speak life and not death, Lord God, to speak healing yes, and deliverance, Lord God. We know, Lord God, that you have given us everything that we need in your word and through your power and your resurrection power in your blood. And so we speak those things on tonight, Lord God. We thank you that minds have been changed. Thank we thank you, you that hearts have been uh, relieved and uh, and. and our pressure of trauma, Lord God, has been enlightened through word, through knowledge, through information, Lord God, that's yes, for our God. revelation. Yes, we pray, Lord God, as we go to the next um, stages of our life, that we don't forget what you spoke about on tonight or any other night, Lord God, that you spoke your word, that you spoke your truth. Thank you for yes, your Lord word, God. God. You will the hearts of the people, Lord God, that stand in need right now. We pray for deliverance, Lord God. We come against suicidal thoughts. We come against depression, Lord God. And we speak to it, Lord God. And we pray, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, that it will obey your command, Lord God. Everything that you said about our lives, Lord God. Everything that you declared over our lives, Lord God. That it shall be so, Lord God. You said if we declare, declare, declare a thing, it shall be established. So we have yes, declared yes, and we have decreed things over this uh, life tonight, Lord God. And we speak it into existence, Lord God. We trust you, Lord God. Our hope is in you. Our hope is yes. built. Lord, God. Yes, you are the solid foundation. You are the rock of Jesus. You are the rock of yes, ages. Lord. Yes, and yes, we, trust, Lord. we dare not trust in anything else, Lord God, but your name, Lord God, because your name is a strong tower. The righteous are found safe. They run in and find safety, Lord God. The name of Jesus, where, where your Bible declares, Lord God that every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. Yes. And Lord God, we thank you for that right now. We pray it to be so, Lord God, as it already is in heaven, Lord God. We pray it to be so in, in earth, Lord God. And so we thank you, Lord God. There's We thank you that nothing is hindered, Lord God, in spite of what we're going through, Lord God, in spite of what we face, in spite of what we experience. 
parents. We pray, Lord God, that um, you will meet the needs of your people. We pray if they need a financial blessing, that yes, you will meet God. their needs. Yes, yes, need God. A healing, Lord God, we ask that you will meet their needs. If they need a mind regulation, Lord God, we ask that you will meet their needs. There's nothing, Lord God, that we stand in need of that you cannot deliver, Lord God. The Bible said that you're able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we could ever ask or think according to the power that worketh in us tonight. And so tonight we work nothing but, but faith power. We work by the blood of Jesus tonight and we declare it to be so in Jesus name we pray and we ask all things amen and praise God amen amen thank you Lord amen that was such a good prayer Mikey um yeah I wanted to do a correct a correction when I was talking and now I know y'all people did be reading y'all Bible every day y'all knew that I was wrong but when I said Elijah holding on and, to, and saying I, he ain't gonna let go to God bless him. It was Jacob I think that said that. And so I'm yeah. sorry to the people of the Lord. I'm sorry. It was Jacob. <laughs> it yeah. was him. And and God put it on my heart to correct that. So I corrected that. Okay. For somebody maybe that didn't know that I didn't scripture. even hear you say the name. But anyway I didn't even see. I didn't even hear you say I don't want to be led, leading people straight to wrong names and, and wrong scriptures. So it was that's Jacob. Why, <laughs> that's why it's important that you study to show yourself approval. Work will not need to be ashamed so you can rightly divide the word of truth. It's your responsibility. Somebody may lie to you like I did. But I came back and I corrected myself. The Lord put it in my heart it's and said, Demetri, you said the wrong name. Praise God for correction. So Amen. that's that's all we have. And so, sis, I'm going to tell you this. As we close, be wise. Always have understanding. Walk in wisdom. Uh, create your boldness and seek your own change. We love you guys. See you in December. Yes. Good night.